There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte, and you're with Stan, Roe, and Raph on the SGP Podcast. Woo! Are you ready? Marks and Smarks. This is the Smart Las Filipinas podcast. You are listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Smart Las Filipinas podcast. Stan C. Romeran and Raf Camus together again to bring you another episode. And this week, we've got a special guest. You may have already seen his photo on social media, or should I say photo, because we will be joined Ew. by the one and only Evan Carlew. So that's going to happen later on. He'll talk to us about his start, the first event that he ever got to watch, the first PWR star he became a fan of, his wrestling fandom, and how he ended up in PWR to begin with. So all of that coming up later on. But right now, we actually have to give in to some demands or requests from certain listeners, particularly those who are likely to say, Battleground predictions, please. Ah, pose. Okay. Because it's, it's I mean, no foreplay whatsoever. Wait, again, no, 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 wait, no, no foreplay. We're not going to lead in with the fact that Jason Jordan is now Kurt Angle's illegitimate kid. Actually, yeah, fine. Let's talk about this angle. Because this angle, <laughs> this for angle. all intents and purposes, these is angles. something. These angles is making Raw incredibly hilarious. <laughs> I, I, I love, I love it. it. I, I love it. it. And it's one of those things that I can't explain why I love it, but I love it. It's so say, bad, it's good. It's, it's not bad. It's, it's actually not bad. I'm going to give them credit because they... In, in a company where you can do whatever you want just because you can, just because you have the power to, and you know there is history that they will do stupid things just because they could. And not to get a pop. I mean, this, <laughs> granted, this is a stupid thing, yes, but it's not as stupid as you think it is. Because it... When you think, when you no, before you even think about it, it already makes sense. This is an an all American collegiate wrestler. Anyway, yeah. Jason Jordan Jason is an all American collegiate wrestler. Why? Why wouldn't it make sense that he would be Kurt Angle's kid? And given Kurt Angle's predilection towards uh, the chocolate, chocolate honey, <laughs> <laughs> the chocolates. It's funny because all of this were memes, right? The oh. the Charmel the thing became thing. a meme. Jason Jordan possibly being his kid was a meme, and then it could have been Gable as well. Because the thing is, it, if it were anyone else other than Jordan, maybe or Chad Gable. Gable, it would have been incredibly stupid. Because people don't make that connection with anyone else. At least with this one, with these ones, because it could have been either one really. With these ones, you, there was an under underlying unwritten unspoken connection that yeah that makes sense when you think about it or like I could buy into that yeah I could buy into that yes exactly I could buy into that it's believable and to the people who are complaining about American Alpha getting split up yes it's sad but when you again when you look at it American Alpha has been botched on Smackdown Uh, other than the fact that okay maybe they can salvage things but they're gonna wait what another few months until they get a spot on the roster and at this point, you have the New Day and Brizango already incredibly, uh, well, not incredibly, but uh, 
uh, holding down the fort as the main babyface tag teams on SmackDown. What do you need for another athletic babyface team, right? Yeah, I mean, but what about the argument that Raw could have used them as a babyface tag team? Sure. Yeah, actually, they that, do. That, that would have that would have made more sense. But then you'd have to bring on Gable as well. Gable just had one of the best singles debut. It was his first singles match sure, in, okay, yeah. on the main roster. And against, against AJ, AJ Styles, Styles of yeah. all people. And he has a showing like that. My God. Why wouldn't you? Oh, why wouldn't you use that guy? Why, why would you withhold that from him? Especially if he's uh, being primed somewhat for success. Deba. Right? What about the people though who would argue that the Jason Jordan swerve is a swerve for the sake of a swerve? Sure, at least it gives us something to do. Yeah, because at this point they would have been middling for a long time yeah, working the, house shows. Even with the, it's a guy who could carry himself well as a singles competitor. We've already seen that. But um, if it's a swerve for the sake of a swerve, at least you're using that swerve on a guy who at least could back it up. Because these guys have the most upside. Like of all of of all of, of the, the guys, call-ups, yeah. of all of the call ups, all of the recent call ups, these two guys, pure wrestling, pure wrestling alone, they have a chance. And the fact that they're tying this whole patriotic gimmick, I'm a good wrestler gimmick, to Kurt Angle, the granddaddy of that gimmick. Actually, no, not really. But uh, who's no Olympic uh, Olympic level wrestling? Yeah, sure, okay. But I mean, okay, it's a swerve for the sake of a swerve, but it's Kurt Angle, who one of the most, uh, a living legend, if you will. Why wouldn't you give that kind of rub to a no, to Jason Jordan? Honestly, I'm still not uh, fully into the whole thing. Like, I haven't gone all in on it the way you guys have. But the way I see it, I think that it can still go well for Jason Jordan at the very least, just because... I, I can sort of see where this can go whether he remains a babyface or turns heel in the process. Mm. Like for starters, uh, as, as the babyface son of Kurt Angle, that puts a target on your back mm. because you're the kid of the boss. Right? So people can instantly be resentful towards you. Nah, you're suddenly in the spotlight just because you're Kurt Angle's illegitimate child yeah. and all that. It's even though it creates a lot of jobs because it creates a whole new branch of storylines that could possibly happen just because you have introduced Jason Jordan in such... Uh, in such High a prominent role, yeah. Right, so even someone like Goldust, who's just floundering around with our truth in this little uh, Shattered Truth storyline, can go after Jason Jordan saying that you're stealing my spotlight. Something as simple as that. Or on the other side, Jason Jordan as a heel could very well be the WWE equivalent of Austin Rivers. Entitled prick who, who goes around <laughs> I love throwing this his weight I love this thing. just because his dad is the boss. So whether or not, uh, say Austin Rivers, his style at this point is still questionable. Nah? Either he can be really good or really bad. Jason Jordan can pretty much be the same way. Nah? We still don't know how, uh, what, what the talent level really is. Are you kidding me? No, no I mean, no, okay. you see the potential. Say, uh, You're no. scratching it. There is talent, but you don't know the ceiling. Uh, you the don't floor. know the floor. No, so, no, you do know where the floor is. Okay, yeah, yeah, we, we know the floor, but we don't know where the ceiling uh, is on this guy. So we don't know how good he truly is mm. in the same way. Now, you don't know what Austin Rivers' skill level really is. Okay, uh, just, just to go back to Jason Jordan, like, uh, apart from the Austin Rivers comparison, his floor... His floor, at the very least, is tag team guy, tag team specialist for. It doesn't life. matter what his floor is because he's really good. That's the point. And that—that's what I was gonna yeah, say. Yeah. So shut up, Camus. Thanks. So good. That's the first one in a while. Oh, I, yeah. I've been fairly good. No, no, you just in there. We just haven't shut you up in a while. Anyway, yeah, he didn't get to say it. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Evan Carlo with some regret. Yeah. So anyway, so um, like I said, I'm still not all in on this but I'm, I, I guess I remain optimistic just because I see the possibilities and uh, my, 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 my mind is just 
you know, uh, running at full speed because it's so interesting to see where they go with this, and I hope they don't drop the ball. Oh, it's, it's one of those things that I am just trying to find happiness in wrestling wherever I can find it, and this to me is hilarious. So I don't have, I personally don't have to justify anything why I love this because it's just, you know, it's lovable. It's fucking Will Ferrell comedy. <laughs> <laughs> At the same time, raw writing is stepping their game up. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I will, I will say that. This episode alone is testament. To yeah, it, it's still a, still a chore at three hours. I still tune in starting the second hour at, at the very least. But, but it is bearable. But, you know, what, what, what I can see is decent enough. So I hope they continue their, their, know, their hot streak. <laughs> Two things I like about raw this week. The first thing being that... or Sorry, make that three. First thing is that they're having all these number one contendership matches. Mm. That's great because I'm tired of seeing number one contenders be named just because or just because they beat the champion in a, in a non-title match. In a way, I guess this is a positive behind an absentee champion. Now, people actually have oh. to earn their number one contendership spots because there's no champion to beat. Universal Championship, yeah, but uh, uh, still, the fact that you know, um, there are number one contendership matches in both the women's yeah, division and in the I'm main event supporting your argument. Is, is a very good thing. Uh, rolling off of that, you also have the fact that we're getting the fatal four-way. Or it looks like we're headed towards that. Uh. I was afraid that it would just be Roman Reigns winning the match and then he wins the title from Lesnar at SummerSlam. And now that we have Samoa Joe and Braun Strowman figuring in the mix... Even though Roman Reigns wins, I think I can live with it just because I know we'll be getting a good match with Joe and Braun uh. Uh, figuring around that main event picture. So that's, what, uh, that's the second good thing. Third good thing, we have to talk about the Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins uh, segment to start the show. Hey. Just because um, contrary to what Nicole wrote, and she thought it was hammy, it was overly dramatic, I thought it made total sense. It does. It was very human on both of, uh, on both of their ends. You have Seth who appears to be remorseful, He's reacting very human to, 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 to the story. Nah, yeah, I did these things. I regret them now and I apologize. And you, you can see how they hearken back to... Has he, has he apologized to Roman, though? Well, not Roman. <laughs> the guy he actually one. feuded with that time? Oh, but he did hit, hit Dean first. Uh-huh. Yes. So I guess it makes sense that he'd apologize to Dean first, ultimately. <laughs> it doesn't make sense that they didn't feud over it, but... They did. They, they did. did not. They did. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They had they all those had after, 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 after the fact, but in, still, there was the push. No, no, there was no push. Yeah, no one is a Roman. No one is a Roman. But so that, fucking weird. Do you remember that lumberjack match? Yeah, yeah I remember that. And the Hell in a Cell match. Yeah, Hell in a Cell. But I remember the lumberjack better. Yeah. So, so I guess it makes sense. You have the continuity playing. Uh, playing into the story, so that was good. And at the same time, you had Dean Ambrose, who has all this angst nah, and, and resentment that remains from everything mm. they'd been through. Uh. Now, he still doesn't trust Seth, even though si Seth is nagmamagandang loob. Uh. So, it's all understandable behavior because it's something you would actually see in, say, your friendships or in the workplace. You see this in normal, everyday people situations. Mm. So, I love that segment and the way that they wrote it. And I think that uh, it, it does speak to how the creative on Raw is actually stepping their game mm. up. Sana, forever. Yeah. Because there have been stretches where they'd write a solid month of shows uh. and then they just trail off after true, that. True, true, true. Depends on where Vince is, I think. Is and hopefully even, this is Ryan Ward. Is he like out right now? Is, uh, is this why the rumor goes that he has been, he has not been appearing on TV backstage lately. Is he sick? Uh, I don't know. You know I, he's, he's still recovering from a surgery. Yeah. And speaking of McMahon's, uh, um, you know, getting into helicopters. danger or whatever. Yeah, Shane McMahon. Helicopters, man. Figuring in that helicopter uh, crash and coming out unscathed. 
Kind of like uh, how he jumped off the cell (laughs) at the age of 46 and lived to tell the tale. That man is never going to die. No, I think McMahons in general never die. There's just something about their blood. The old McMahons. (laughs) Oh, yeah, except, you know, Vince Sr. All right, Battleground predictions to go. Let's go! All right. Predictions for you because, you know, the people on the internet demand it. All right, eight matches for Battleground. It's a very xenophobic pay per view. That's why I really hate it. Yeah, it's, it's even, very xenophobic. Even though the colors will mislead you in the promos? Uh, no, the colors are also blatantly displayed. You have, in, in the Randy gender poster, the colors are the Indian flag. Uh, no, I was going to say the the, gen- the, the non inclusive sila. Pero hindi. Pero pala, Not yung, really. The stories hindi. Yeah, the stories are, are reeking of the xenophobia. Alright, let's start off. Uh, Ty Dillinger versus Aiden English in a pre-show match. I have no idea why this exists. Uh, they've been messing with each other. Well, Since Backlash. Yeah. But yeah. like, the, I don't know. know. It's, it's, it's low-key. It's very low-key. So, dude, Aiden English only appeared in a backstage segment with Brizango this week. Mm. Where was Ty Dillinger? How does this make sense? Uh, anyway. Anyway, Ty. Uh, Ty wins, yeah. Ty wins. Okay. Uh, I next, could use the. I was actually attention. more interested in the Aiden English Randy Orton subplot, <laughs> which was which is fun. But they had abandoned it, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Still. All right. I'm excited for this one. Sami Zayn versus Mike Kanellis. <laughs> yo, 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 yo. Uh, Mike yo, won yo. this this week's match. But have they fucked around in ROH? Yes. yes. So there's history. There's yeah, history, but then it is very minor because oh. um, Mike what? Bennett really blew up after Sami Death. Yeah, that's true. All right. The part of the kingdom only really took off mm. after. So I think Sami wins this though. Yeah. I like how meta this feud is, or at least from from how Sammy started it. Now he actually gave Mike the argument we've been making on the podcast: that Maria is the fighter and Mike is the valet. Mm. Yep. So I don't know if you guys noticed that, but mm. I, I love that little wrinkle that they added. I also think Sami Zayn wins this, just so we can get a good reaction. Sana, sana. Yeah. United States Championship match. It's the rematch between AJ Styles, the champion, and Kevin Owens as the challenger. Styles, uh, Styles. Same. AJ, AJ uh, needs to cement himself. And KO needs a soft reboot. Not in. Actually, yeah. Uh, the face of America thing has gone stale. Next, Shinsuke Nakamura versus Baron Corbin. Uh, Shinsuke. Tricky. Tricky. I think Corbin wins this. No, no, I don't think so. Yeah, I, I think, I, I think they're still this. building to a Nakamura winning streak. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Alright. Uh, fatal five-way elimination match to determine the number one contender to because the SmackDown Women's Championship. Because it has to be a healing. Eh? I think it's Tamina. No, no, please, God. I think I think, so. I think, I think they're gonna build toward Natalia again. Natalia, because Natalia can work can it, in the interim. Healing. Unless you're going for Naomi Charlotte in SummerSlam. I wouldn't say that. Actually, on a SummerSlam show. No, what if it's a screwy finish in the final two? Now, let's say it's Charlotte and Becky, then you build towards Naomi, Charlotte, and Becky. But then again, that's a baby face. Eh? Mm. See, the reason why I said Tamina first is because she's got this little thing going on with Lana. Mm. And I think it makes sense. Now, why start a story like that if you're not going to end up building towards a SummerSlam angle? I think... Uh, you do better than Tamina at SummerSlam, though. Yeah, because she, she can't carry a women's feud. She can't carry a feud, period. Mm. Then again, I don't think Naomi can either. She like, can? Still, what? She she no. she needs a stronger partner. Like I I don't think na she yung anchor that Tamina I needs think, to yeah, succeed. I think she carried Lana though. She carried Lana to an okay matches that we knew she yeah, was gonna she win. She carried that feud. She did. Um, Natalia, Becky, or Charlotte makes sense, but my gut is on Becky. My gut's on Becky. She played it. I I can go with that, but I don't know. I would say it's a screwy finish, and Charlotte and Becky are the final two. And triple threat. Yeah, triple threat. Oh, I played it. Yeah, that's but that's my bet. Right. It doesn't make sense though, because <gasps> Raw is going for 
a four-way at SummerSlam then. Ah, uh, yeah, with Nia and ano, mm-hmm. uh, Alexa, Alexa, Sasha, and Bailey. Yeah. Right. Um, before we get to the xenophobia, SmackDown Tag Team Championship, the Usos <laughs> and the New Day. New Day na. New Day, New Day, na. Day na, please. It's please. time. It's time. The Usos are not... What? They're not what? As much fun as I thought they would be. What? They are? Yeah, they No, are. for me. Kalo, you're going to say they're not okay. Pero, no. It's time for a new day then. It's not that they're not fun. It's just that it's been going on for too long. Na. Yeah, and the truth is H. Alright, let's get to the xenophobic matches. Flag match. Cena Rusev. Cena. 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 Because Cena needs to take on Jinder after all of this. Mm-hmm. And your Punjabi prison match. Yeah, I'm going to put my money on Jinder. 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 But I do want to see this be a legitimate... You know, I think it will. Uh, it, it plays toward... actually. It, because um, people are too busy hating in general to actually watch his matches but they're decent yes they're decent, they're decent. and the Punjabi prison actually builds toward uh, favors his style yes the brawler striker brawler striker but isn't hit, Orton hit a brawler punch. as well yeah mm, but but he's more well-rounded kissing. yes so he has, um, a, he, has a, he has more wrinkles to this game uh, as long as they stick to just beating the fuck out of each other in the Punjabi prison they'll, they'll have a decent match okay. I mean it's Orton it's in Orton there. Randy can always pull out a good match with these special stipulations. I mean, speaking of uh, you know Randy pulling out good stuff, uh, he's actually been on fire in the mic lately. Yes. I don't know if it's because someone pissed him off in real life, if Jinder actually pissed him off backstage. But uh, I've been enjoying his his mic work. Parang may may Yeah, because normally he's very complacent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was very complacent with Bray. He was also very complacent before he turned away from the authority. Oh. But you would think that he would be this mad against Bray, not Jinder. Yeah, yeah. And then again, uh, he took Bray's championship, and then see Jinder, you might be new kanya. Kaya, I guess character-wise, it makes sense. Yeah. Speaking of promo and, work, and the, though, and the and the fucking with Bob Orton also. Yeah, yeah. There's oh, yeah, that yeah, yeah. also. So that. I guess it does make sense. Speaking of mic work, can we take a second to talk about Jinder's mic work? Because I kind of share the sentiments of uh, our SmackDown reviewer on Smart Henry, Ricky, huh. who says that there really is something off with the way that Jinder delivers his lines. It's his voice. There's something wrong with his voice. Uh, yeah, yeah. It, it wasn't like this before. I know. Um, Three MB days, he wasn't this close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's something going on. I don't know. Uh, Might be the food. No, it, it's something I don't know. Uh, Is it the juice? No, the juice wouldn't. The juice wouldn't mess with your voice like this. Huh? Not this way. Um, I think you just need to go to CME and T. <laughs> I can recommend a good one. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So the. I, I, I don't know what it is, but I, I guess you can uh, yeah, trace he, it back to yung pagiging pause. No, no, no. This, this week was the worst. worst because yes. he was, uh, he was, was really He's You know who he sounds like? Huh. Or who he sounds like? Who? He sounds like... No, I'll tell you off here. Sounds like a radio DJ who goes on at noon. Oh, <laughs> at hey. Can we just at least say Doc Rivers? <laughs> no, Tom Thibodeau. Sam Van Gundy? Tibbs. Tibbs. It's totally sounding like Tibbs. Paos Tibbs. Doc Rivers. No, Tibbs. <laughs> See, Doc, my boss is for sure. I can give you a recording of Doc after no, the game. No, no, b- b- before this week, he still kind of sounded like Doc Rivers. Yeah, but like this week, it's just peak Tibbs. And, and it, 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 it was just so horrible. It is hard to get your point across as is when yeah, you're yeah, trying yeah. to get on the mic. It's even worse, Puck Pauska. He so. fucking, you know who he needs? He needs, he needs Ranjin Singh. <laughs> he does need Ranjin Singh. He needs a Paul Heyman type. Eh? Is he still in the back? Is he, uh, no, 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 no. He, no. Dave Kapoor is not there anymore. Ah. So you're saying he needs a mouthpiece? Yes, th- obviously. That's why the, they've been making the, the the Singh brothers introduce him. <laughs> yeah, they're decent talkers, but, actually. Yeah, yeah. That's why they, that's why they've been making them talk. 
That's why they explained the rules. Actually, yeah, 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 that was good. That was good. Actually, yeah. If you just it makes them, sense. Let them run with it because it gives them wrinkles as well. Yeah, they're Tweedledee and Tweedledum at this point already. You might as well just go all in. Actually, oh, uh, might as well keep, you know, have Jinder be as silent as Brock. Uh, obviously, the Singh brothers aren't Paul Heyman. Yeah. And but obviously, Jinder's voice, Jinder's voice isn't as non-intimidating as Brock's. True. But yeah, unless he unless he masters you know speaking the low tones uh, in low, a menacing low. way, yeah. Actually, can, can the same speak, speak in Punjabi? Way. Can they? Yes, they, they can. can. No, they can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they so can. they can totally pull it off. They can still say we will speak to our people in our language of Punjabi. So yeah, uh, that that can Actually, work. Yeah, why don't they just do that? Because it makes at least makes gender more threatening. You know, we can ask Billy Swade this. I know because he is he boys is, with is. the Sings. Oh yeah. 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 Oh, oh Yo, Billy! Yeah, we'll, we'll see Billy this Sunday. We can ask him those questions. <laughs> the Asians. <laughs> the Canadian Asians. Speaking, of, Canadians. Yeah, speaking of Canadians, uh, we are friends, obviously, with Billy Spade on Facebook. He was so happy when he got the news that Kyle O'Reilly debuted on NXT. I don't yeah. know if you saw the post. No, yeah. I, I, I talked to him about it on Sunday. So, yeah. he, he's so happy for his boy. Like, I will look it up. I will look it up. God, God honest truth, he told me, if somebody... If somebody ever deserved it who came out of Canada, it was KOR. Uh, Basically, he posted a photo of KOR debuting on uh, NXT. Then he tagged his Facebook account. like, fuck yeah, I'm a boy, blah, blah, blah. And then now we know his Facebook account. Actually. <laughs> oh, wait, For those of you who are friends with Billy Swade on Facebook. My endorsement the money. Mutual friends. Mutual friends. Hey, by the way, we're, congratulations as well, KOR. Good job, boy. You know, one last thing. Sorry, though. I'm more of a fish guy. Before oh, yeah, you are, though? Yes, yes. I'm yes. a KOR guy. Uh, but before we get to the Evan Carlero interview, can I just say that it's still very weird to me how a lot of members of the local wrestling community try to be friends with these wrestlers on Facebook. Like, uh-huh. when they haven't met them yet. Uh-huh. I did o- I did so only for the express purpose of trying to get them on this show. Yes, yes. yes. Same thing. So I'm friends with Kai Katana on Facebook I'm, just for the for the messenger call. I'm, ca- I'm friends with, with our boy, Bale, who was supposed to be dead. Just to try and, you know, I, real talk, I tried to get him on the show... No Multiple sure. times. No reply. He no sold us. Yeah, no sold us. Would you say Jeff Cobb and oh. one of our future guests from the same show, <laughs> which you know already? Who is creepy as yeah? Death. Even though he's creepy and from Utah. Anyway, and uses the lunchbox in most recent episodes of Lucha Underground. Right, right. Anyway, uh, we've got a <laughs> packed interview with Evan Kalu. It's going to be a lot of fun as we did have fun recording with him just uh, about an hour ago. Love this guy when he's on alcohol, though. <laughs> yeah, so, so do enjoy that and make sure you follow us on social media while, while this interview is happening. If there are any uh, cool takeaways, make sure to tweet him, make sure to tweet us, and let's have a good chat about it over on the interwebs. Now, without further ado, the one and only Evan Kalu. We're just a few days away from the next PWR event, Bakbakan sa Bayanihan, and what a way to bring you the go-home episode of the SGP podcast than by having a PWR star with us once again. So please welcome the host of the Carlo Show, Evan Carlo. Hello, Revo Nation. Might as well get to know him a bit, especially for <laughs> all of you who uh, haven't really gotten to know Evan Carlo very well. Let's start off with how you're doing first, because we know that uh, your last match was at Revolution X. Yep. You haven't been in the ring since. You got an injury, yeah. Uh, not, 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 not an injury. wrestling related, but uh, yes. is an injury all the same. Yeah, so tell us about the injury first and how you sustained it. Well, um, as you can see, uh, I have a huge scar on my mid- midsection right now. Yeah, we saw it on Facebook. Yeah, <laughs> it's huge, huge F. So I got that scar from surgery, obviously. 
Uh, they had to remove my gallbladder since it was swollen that bad. So, bye. Why? So, how does one get a swollen gallbladder? Stones, right? Yeah, you get huge gallstones inside your gallbladder. Um, that hurts. And you get stones with uh, you get stones from stress, alcohol, and fatty food. So. I'm sorry, gallbladder. It's a deadly combo for people yes. like us. Yes. Like you. What the fuck are you talking about? Well, this is a guy who still refuses to quit, so oh. there's a stress. And then their alcohol was just here a few minutes ago. It's still here. And the fatty food. I think I saw them like an hour ago when I got here to Balay Camus. So, yeah, I think Camus is a prime candidate. Speaking of getting here to Balay Camus, you got here via Grab Camus. That, yes, that's I true. did. I did. And on time. No. Uh, oh, this time, this time was on time. Well, I just posted online uh, while I booked the grab cameras. He was eating on the job. So. <laughs> Screw you! <laughs> All right. Okay, so, so now you had surgery. Um, I've seen you yes. in boot camp. What is the status of Evan Carlo heading into PWR live? Yeah. Uh, sorry, I won't be competing this Sunday. Okay. But um, I'm glad to tell you that I'm medically cleared to compete. But it's not this Sunday. Just not this Sunday. <laughs> okay. Well, I think back. we can. I, I think we can rule out certain events. Like, yeah, this Sunday is obviously not in the cards for you. But PWR did just announce a few hours ago that PWR will be back at Asia Pop Comic Con this August. So, is hey. it fair for the Revo Nation to expect you back at Bye APCC? Then. Yes. No. Maybe. <laughs> what a tease. <laughs> What a tease. What a tease. All right, so at this point, uh, we've been seeing you at shows. The Revo Nation has noticed that you were the one doing social media, at uh, least during Renaissance. And I believe yeah, yeah. you'll be doing the same thing come Bakbakan. Is that right? Yes, you can expect me taking over social media again this Sunday. Yeah. So what, what's up yeah. with that move? I mean, like I, I know a lot of guys who when they get injured, they always transition into some role behind the scenes. Or mm-hmm. it's still an on-screen role where they do still get involved without being physical. So in your case, uh, do you have an extensive background in social media management? Or what, what, is, what is your professional background outside of professional wrestling? Yes. Okay. So right now, I'm a designer. But before that, uh, I used to be a social media guy, a community manager for this Specific brand of cell phones. So, oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> we've, we've seen it. We've seen it. Yep. So it has your face, uh, your stamp all that, over. That it. is one thing yeah. you have in common with Pia Wurzbach. Yes. <laughs> okay, so you've got that experience behind you, and uh, you know you're right around our age, right? Uh, so. How did how did this all start for you? Like, how did the love for wrestling even begin for one Evan Carlo? Okay, uh, so it began when I was in grade one. So um, back then, the um, schedule namin. Well, hey, nagtatagalog ako. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey. Speaking of Tagalog, does not make you a kakai bro. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Hindi yeah, yeah, bro. Rest assured. Anyway, the <laughs> schedule namin back then was. Um, half day so it's 12 noon to 5 p.m. so while waiting for the school bus um, I, I get to watch TV so it just so happens that yung palabas sa TV was Royal Rumble Ooh, so umaga ta. yes umaga oh, what year is this huh? what year was this hmm. I forgot but, but who, sa, won? who this won was the Royal Rumble na nanalo si Stone Cold which so one 90s for 90. sure yeah Late the 90s. first Rumble Stone Cold 97 when I thought it was Bret Hart yeah, yeah. Tapos biglang, biglang, oh shit, 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 shit,
So that was my first exposure to wrestling. Did you get hooked after that, or yes. were there like okay? Oh wait, oh uh, wait. Were there pauses in oh, your yeah. fandom? Um, around three years later, Bumalik also wrestling. That was grade four. Okay. Um, that was when Star Sports was airing Raw every ah, okay. Wednesday, Wednesday, I think. Wednesday, Wednesday yeah. Wednesday with a Chinese host. Yes, Robin. Yes. Yes. Okay. So, so I'm a Robin guy. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how many people, like years down the road, will say, "Hey, I'm a Stan and Row and Nicole and Sandro guy." <laughs> uh, we, we know some people for sure. What, yeah, one in particular. Know. Oh yeah, one in particular, and for sure he'll just say he's a Nicole guy. Yeah. Oh well. Anyway, going back to you. Um, yeah. Okay, so grade four, this gets reignited. Yes. Who were the ones who caught your eye? Like, who was the who was the wrestler that you said was your guy? Yes. Okay. Easy. All of them. Well, or X you, or, Pac. I was gonna in, say. I was gonna say X Pac in particular. Uh, I don't know. I think it was the bandana, and uh, I don't know. <laughs> We made the thing that was extra. Siguasham rage against the machine oh, guy. We made the thing, Shami. Yes, he looks like Zack Del Rocha. He does look like Zack Del Rocha. He did. So it was, about, it was about the X-Pac look and the attitude and all of that. Yes, exactly. Yeah, attitude era. Parang, um, nakarelate ako sa pagka-edgy ni X-Pac. Huh? Parang, okay, I want to grow up and be like this uh, edgy, rebellious teenager. Well, it didn't happen. <laughs> so, during those times, talagang X-Pac guy ako. Uh, okay, suck it! <laughs> okay, so, um, uh, throughout your fandom, throughout your, uh, you know, you're, you're liking X-Pac, you had the DX thing going on. Was there like a point where nagkaroon ng lean years yung fandom on that you kind of weaned yourself off of wrestling or tuloy-tuloy na yun until now na you just never stopped? Well, diba, there was this time na Star Sports just stopped airing wrestling altogether. Yeah. Parang, oh shit, what happened? Parang, same with Gretchen. Parang, she kept inquiring. Parang, kailan ba balik? Watch, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sky parang, Cable. Yes! Sino tinawagan mo? Wala eh. Uh, hindi ako ganun ka aggressive sa inquiries like Gretchen na tumatawag talaga sa cable stations na, oh, kailan ang babalik ang wrestling? Hi, Gretchen. <laughs> That's two shoutouts for you. So okay, um, when when wrestling finally found its way back on TV, yes. I believe Solar na to Solar TV. years uh, or USA Jack TV. Is it, this is like early two thousands. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. it was yeah. Jack TV for it was a lot Jack of people. TV. Yeah. yeah, the ruthless aggression era started yes. kicking in. Yep, yep. So yep. when that era kicked in, who was your guy? Itang na parang alam na tao Lamko, lamko, lamko. Yeah. Oh, well, not not, not ruthless aggression, but not, you know, yeah, after. Post, after. Post. No, 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 no. Masa hindi si John Cena. John Cena. What? Seriously? Was in Doctor of Tagano. Yes. Doctor of Tagano. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes, yes. But I know who comes next. I'm sure. Where's again? But before that, um, John Cena. Yeah. There was a time na first year high school ako nun. Yeah. Sobrang idol ko si John Cena. I would come in in the morning wearing this. Um, homemade padlock and chain pendant. <laughs> Sobrang nipis pa nung padlock and chain. Okay. <laughs> Sa mukinuwa yan. Master lock ba to? Yale. 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 <laughs> I, I kind of did the same thing only with ano, with dog tags from the States. So, parang naunaha ko si Sina with the dog tags like a good year or two before he did. So, before I would he do, started the Marine. Yeah, before he he did the thing with the chain, right? He would wrap it around his his 
his fist and yeah. use it for as a foreign object. So I would do the same thing with a chain and wrap it around my fist just because that was pretty cool. I will admit to actually doing the same thing Evan Carlo did <laughs> and, you know, put a padlock around the chain. But my <laughs> thin, so. I just didn't know where to get a chain and, you know, why would I get a padlock? There's a padlock in the house. You know, for your date, the padlock that you're using, right? So that was two. This was, this was brand new. I'm going to buy a Yale padlock. No. It's a supermarket. It was a grocery. <laughs> so, you, so you got yourself one of those because you love John Cena. After that, was this when you transitioned to your current guy? You're your long time. Let, let me think. Let me think. No. Nee. So there's another there favorite wrestler. There was this time na I was admiring Carlito. Parang, ah, yeah. Oy. This was around the time that he debuted and won the, the US, US Championship. Okay, yes. okay. Nung cool pa siya. Well, he's he always was, cool. He's cool. He's still cool. Have you seen him now? The body yeah, he was guy. on Glow. He's ripped. God yeah. damn. <laughs> so you went through all these phases. Now you had X-Pac as your favorite, and then John Cena, Cena and then Carlito, Carlito. Eventually making your way to the guy who's your favorite right now. And I think you're not very, uh, you know, you're not reserved about your fandom for this guy. Yeah, you could say I'm very vocal about it on social media. Yeah, so... Not just social media! Let's talk about this fandom. Where did it all come from? And why are you such a huge fan of The Miz? <laughs> Hey! No, it's just it's 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 just something that you know a lot of us like Eddie, like the three of us in this room. We really like Eddie. Mm-hmm. You're the first guy that personally I've met that has this huge man crush on the Miz. Actually, you know, I, like, I met you know Gene Ferrer before. He oh, also yeah. has a man crush yeah, on the for Miz. Him. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. You're so not the... alone. <laughs> so I want to get your your point of yes. view. Why? No, the Denny Miz? loves the Miz. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh yeah. So why the Miz? Okay. Um. So this started. Back when he was a competitor for Tough Enough. I oh yeah, I yes. remember that. When so he this was, was way back. Yes, way back. When you knew he was the guy who was supposed to win. You know, it was weird na I know this guy, this Mike Mizani. Uh-huh. Um, I was rooting for him uh-huh. all the way. Not Daniel Pewter. Oh, of course. Said, you right. suck. <laughs> not not Silverback Ryan Reeves. I was rooting <laughs> for Mike Mizani. Said, um, what was I rooting for? I think I was rooting for Justice Smith. Justin Smith. Oh, mm. see the black guy. The yeah, black guy. Yes. Black guy. <laughs> so I remember Ryan Reeves as the only competitor to have his own merchandise. Okay. So, uh, from that time? Yeah, yeah he did. Contestant, did. Silverback. Contestant ah. Silverback. Contestant pa lang siya. Tapos may t-shirt na siya na Silverback attack. Pero okay. Okay. Such a smart. Unahin si Mark Henry. <laughs> so you were liking yeah. Miz as early as then. What yeah. was it about him? Um. I don't know. Um, I think he was entertaining. There, there was this one challenge that they would cross-dress and seduce Hardcore Holly. <laughs> and and Biz was this. walking around him going, Hardcore! Oh, I remember this. Yeah, you guys remember this. But, I, I have to look this up on the network. Yeah, yeah. It's it's it up, probably there, yeah. Let's look it up yeah. after this. That was, um, from, that mo- from that moment on, I think, okay, I think, this guy has what it takes to win tough enough. But no, Daniel <laughs> Pewter won. <laughs> and look where he is now. Successful. Nowhere. A very successful pro wrestler. Good job. <laughs> so The Miz was your early favorite, and yes. I'm sure it made you happy when he eventually became host of SmackDown. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. And then he got that tag title run with John Morrison, eventually, you know, breaking off on his own. And 
were you already a huge Miz guy by the time that you know he won the WWE Championship, or was it also on off, kind of like your fandom? It was on off. Parang okay, I was a huge fan of Miz when he was a contestant for Tough Enough, and yeah, I followed this host of SmackDown days. Tapos then he had this weird winning streak, diba? When he was still wearing shorts and this weird the faux hawk, yeah, the faux hawk and the fedora hat. Ooh, uh, fedora. Fedora. Fedora the hat. shocking fedora hat. The he was doing the dirt sheet with Morrison. Well, not yet, not yet. Parang meron pa siya nung signature. Who? Who? Oh, oh man, that was that. with the hands. That annoyed the yeah. shit out of me. Parang okay, fuck this guy. <laughs> that was okay. So little did I know that I would come back as a Miz fan. Parang eventually, na when he broke. Away with uh, he broke away from John Morrison, but okay, this is getting interesting. So, okay. so as a Miz <laughs> fan, are you a guy who would openly wear a Miz t shirt, say when you're at work or when you go to the mall or something? <laughs> yes, uh, that's sad to say, I, have, I only have one Miz t shirt. Oh, that's fine, no autographs, please. One, oh, that's actually a good shirt, so yeah, it's a good shirt, yeah. I don't blame other design. There's not a lot of good shirts. Uh, Parang wala eh. Parang, Maganda yung ano yan. My name is awesome. My I like that one. Hi, I'm oh, awesome. Yeah, 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 that was good. That was good. He deserves yung, a vintage shirt. I don't know why. Maganda yung, 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 yung more haters please. The old ones became fans. Parang, my dad has that haters one. Haters wanted. Yeah, yeah haters, haters wanted. wanted. That was, that was my dad has that one. Haters wanted. Yeah. So, alright. So, being a Miz fan and yeah. liking pro wrestling since you were grade one. Yes. How did the decision to enter the ring happen for you? Okay, we're getting there. Was it there. which came first before that? Uh, was it that or you encountering PWR for the first time? Because I did. Did you always want to be a pro wrestler? It was a dream, yes, but uh, it was never possible oh, no. back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, yeah no school, uh, no Fed. No yeah, nothing. yeah, no. Parang I was stopped being a wrestling fan. Mm. Um, okay, so for a time, I was good with it. I was fine living as a wrestling fan, but then. PWR happened. So what was your first touch point with uh, PWR? It was during the, I think the second renaissance. 2015, I think. MCS pa nun. Yes. Uh, I think that was when Dark MDM happened. Dark MDM. Yes. I think, yeah. I think you shared this memory on, yeah, yeah, yeah. on your Facebook recently. Yes. And parang, it was at that point you decided to start going to boot camp. Yep. So, um, well, going back to the Dark MDM days. <laughs> I came in uh, I went inside MCS expecting MDM to be this Batangueño na Provinciano uh, which he was at the time which he was tapos when he came out parang uh, where'd that go? okay yeah, what's happening bakit bigla naging wrestling evil shit to okay anyway um, what did you think of PWR before you went into a P- went to a PWR show? Because I assume that you came in, in yeah, uh, uh, a, little, little, no, a little after yes. they started in 2014. Yeah. So how was that? What did you think of it before you saw a show? Yeah, before I saw Renaissance, I thought PWR was awesome. But holy shit, my wrestling promotion na dito. Oh, shit, I gotta see this. So yeah, I came and watched Renaissance, and then okay, backstory. Uh, this was the finals of the PHX Championship Tournament. Yes. 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 Uh, it was Ralph Imabayashi versus Ken Warren. Okay. Uh, I'll just go ahead and say this. Uh, go, go. No Ken Warren 
No Evan Carlo. Wow. Yes. Pioneer. Pioneer is Kuya It's true. No Ken Warren, no Evan Carlo. Actually, no, that, that, that does make sense. It is, it's not that surprising because uh, I'm sure Ken has inspired a lot of people. Well, you know, I'm not a fan. Yes. So it wouldn't be. It doesn't surprise me at all that he inspired someone to take up the mantle. Mantle. So your first favorite coming out of that show was Ken Definitely Warren. Definitely Ken Warren. What yes. was it about him? He's a douchebag. <laughs> okay, this guy is cool. I, I want to be this guy. Did you see yourself in him, or did you just enjoy the idea that he could freely be a douchebag without repercussions? I'd say both. <laughs> both. But that was okay. So after Renaissance, yeah, I went back to work. That was hey Gretch. Hey Gretch, you gotta see this. It's called PWR. She still hasn't seen it. Yeah, she still hasn't, <laughs> seen, still hasn't seen it. After two years. Is she going on Sunday though? I don't think so. You should bug her. I don't think bug so. her about it. Okay. I think six. Nahapuntahan sa Orlando lahat. Di ka pa nanonood ng PWR. Nahapuntahan sa Orlando lahat. Di ka pa nanonood ng PWR. Di ka pa nanonood ng PWR. Shame. 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 Uh, so you go what? back to the office. You go back to work after Renaissance. You talk yes. to Gretchen about PWR. And then okay. what happens after that? Well, I haven't been watching PWR relig- religiously back then. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only show I watched was Renaissance. Okay. And then the next show I watched was Revo X. That's it. Revo X. Yes. You're actually in the pictures celebrating with JDL after he won the title. I'm in his entrance video, so... Yay! <laughs> so that's an Easter egg. If you can find the JDL entrance video on YouTube or somewhere, you can actually see a younger Evan Carlu. Well, exactly. yeah, like one year younger. <laughs> yeah, one year younger. Younger, yeah. Younger, yeah. yeah so basically a pre-PWR pre- Evan Carlu. There you go. So after Revo X last year, uh, PWR decided to open boot camp for the fifth time. And then yes. it was... Oh, well, was fourth it the... time. About a fourth time. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, part yeah, fifth, fourth four or five here. Fourth time, fifth match. Yeah. So that's you. You were part of batch yeah. five. That was batch when six. you decided... Batch six. Five guys. Five guys. Yeah, six. 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 Okay, batch six. Batch six. So, uh, who were your batchmates from Batch 6? From, say, the main roster guys? Well, I would... Alright, I'll answer that. Yung mga bagong call-up niya. How does that mga bagong call-up? Sila yung kwa-batch niya. So, people like Trian De La Torre. Makata. Makata. The Kakai Bros. Kakai Bros. Oh, God. Kakai Bros. Brad Cruz. No, no, Brad Cruz is not part of his batch. Oh, he isn't. Okay, okay. Alright, so... Bolt. Oh, these are contemporaries. Bolt. Yes. Today's new breed. So, how was... Entering bootcamp like for you, did you have any expectations that this is good? This is how wrestling training is supposed to be, or did you come in blank slate and then just went into it with no expectations? I'd say I came in with a blank slate, but at the same time, I expect okay, these guys are gonna be drill sergeants. I was right. Yeah, we ilan back then. They they make us. Uh, do 200 squats? <laughs> 500, I think. 500. Yeah, actually, you first made 500 squats. Yeah. Christ, dude. Oh, let oh, me that. go grab some tea. <laughs> <laughs> because this is none of our business. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> for the record, though, that is, you know, it's not just, you know, something he did. It was uh, established practice in the industry. Yeah, yeah, yeah to a certain degree. That's true. That's yeah. True. yeah. Right. I'm, just, I'm just gonna come out and say that, in my opinion, you don't need to do fucking 500 squats. To, to you know, to get gains. I'll drink to that. I'll drink to that. Yeah. Drink to the glass. 
refill? Yes. Yes. All right, so for everyone who's listening, we are obviously having some beverages. So the three of us are having tea, and Evan Curlew here as the guest is having whiskey. Yung, yung I'm nagpa- mixing. Yung nagpatanggal ng gallbladder ang umiinom ng alak. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. The okay, irony so in the world. Not so much anymore. All right, so most important not question as much. at, not the, at much. this point. I think yeah. the question on everyone's minds is, what is the fuck, what the fuck is up with the O gimmick? Yeah, where did this come from? Okay. <laughs> You know, <laughs> yeah. Well, obviously, I didn't come in to boot camp with the Evan Carlo gimmick. Yeah, yeah. obviously, I was yeah, a well, last well, yeah. most, most people, most yeah, people don't. don't know what they Just want to. I had wrestle. no gimmick. Um, so it was one of those things that just happened along the way. Then I was coming up with this douchebag gimmick. more or less, it's me. Only, but yeah, only cranked up ten times, I think. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Evan Carlo is me technically. It so, is you. It is <laughs> me. It is me. Or uh, okay, it's a version. I think of this you. is a better way to say it. Uh, have you guys ever played Metal Gear Solid? Yes. Yes. Okay. Which one though? Uh-huh. <laughs> so, uh, in general, but uh, let's just say Evan Carlo is my liquid snake, ah. and I'm Solid Snake. Hey. So uh, I'm, he's the liquid snake uh, to my song. Okay, okay. So where did the O gimmick come from? Like, okay, you didn't come in with a with a gimmick. So where did you find that? How did you run with it? And why did you decide that it was gonna be your anchor? Yeah. Okay. So obviously my real name is Evan, but my last name is not Carlo. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, uh, I think it's close to that. So, okay. Evan Carlos. Yeah. <laughs> Evan Carlo. Basta. <laughs> Sorry, that would be really funny if your last name was Carlos. But it isn't. So. It, it isn't. isn't. It isn't. It isn't. It isn't. It isn't. It is funny. So anyway, um, I had to think of something that would be my characters. Uh, I had something. I need to think of something that would make make the audience hooked on my character so it's something to remember me by okay so I thought to myself why not use my name uh, tweak it a little bit Mm -hmm. and come up with something that's annoying annoying and catchy at the same time okay you can use it for Anything. Any, anything. 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 Multiple applications. Multiple Actually, applications. Yeah. I, I, I fucking see the logic right here. Because uh, it's not much, but you can already tell that it's annoying. And who the fuck is this guy putting, you know, pretending, Ooh, to, pretending to be French? Everywhere. <laughs> yeah. French spell everything. Pre- sounding pretentious, talking like that, right? Yes. Yeah, well, and, and just to be clear, just to be clear for our listeners, you're not French in any way, are you? Um... I have European blood, but I'm not French. <laughs> hey, Nicole. <laughs> <laughs> was about to say that. What, what does Nicole Battleground think of... predictions, please. <laughs> <laughs> what does Nicole think of this whole thing anyway? Let us know if on social know. media. <laughs> no, do you know? Has she, has she told you what she thinks about the O gimmick? No. 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 no, no, no. Alright, so what, what's the European in you? Is it German? Is it Swiss? Is it... I don't know. What is it? Italian. Ah. ah, a small mix of Italian blood, okay, and Spanish. All right, so you come up with this idea, uh, and the idea is just to be really pretentious and really annoying. Yes, 
And how do you put this together? Like, what what was the moment where you figured out na, okay, that's the character I'm gonna run with? Hmm. Actually, there's two versions of Evan Carlo that I've thought ah, of. Yeah. The prototype Evan Carlo was... Yeah, he's Evan Carlo, but his moniker was... Oh, God. <laughs> the glam bro, Evan Carlo. That's it! Yeah, Gretchen and I were office mates at, at this uh, cosmetics company. Yeah. <laughs> I was the head of creatives. Don't judge me. No, no, no. I'm asking everybody what you going to do. Well, anyway, sugar yeah. whiskey for the working man. <laughs> so, I was still uh, I was still Evan Carlo, but um, it was like I was more I was more of dashing Cody Rhodes. Oh yeah, yeah, but but instead of the Miz, yeah. So it it was basically trying to get in touch with the vanity. Yes, he did. He was called a uh, Panzer Two Point in his bootcamp days. Okay. <laughs> you remember yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> that was a while back. Though. Yeah, that was, was a, while a long back. time ago. That was a while back. So why the change from this glam bro to the current character? I feel like this current version of Evan Carlo. Sorry, okay. <laughs> this Evan Carlo in whiskey, kasi. <laughs> hey, whiskey mo ka, mo si. Yeah, masarap, blame it on the alcohol. Naman. Masarap naman. Oh yeah, masarap siya. There's more where that came from. Yes. Anyway, this version of Evan Carlo. Um, I feel like this is more me instead of the prototype Evan Carlo. Yeah, yeah because. It's oh, it's more natural. It's what, more natural. Why did you decide to be annoying? Like, do, parang did you really decide now? I'd rather be this because it's closer to me. Because, you know, or did you not want people to like you at all? It's not that. Parang um, I just wanted to portray uh, a version of myself that's uh, some uh, a version of me that I could never portray in real life. Ah, uh, uh, it's evil Evan. Actually, 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 actually no, no, I get, I get where he's coming from. Yeah, it's, it's a different kind of escapism. Because, but normally we fans we use wrestling to escape from real life and we lose ourselves in the story. Yep. I guess in your case, it's your way of living out those fantasies to a degree. Yes, yeah. fantasies. Yeah. Okay. Actually, you know that what? Works. The first time, the first time I realized that you and the character were actually very close together was that time we ran into each other in Poblacion. Do you remember this? Oh yeah, I was you, drinking. You were, we were both drinking. <laughs> we were both drinking. We were both drinking. But then, the thing was that this was the first time like I saw you with your office mates who yes. used to be my former agency people. Mm-hmm. And then I, I, you know, just you and your natural drinking behaviors, my natural like, habitat, uh, natural habitat, yes. natin. And then it's like, I was like. Evan Carlo uh, is very is very similar to the person you really are. When you talk when you talk under the influence of alcohol, it's very similar, but without the mannerisms, without the forced pretension. Yeah, without the pretension. Diba? So you have this character in mind that you want yes. to portray. You say it's an extension of yourself. But yes. did you study other characters to try to get that uh, that gimmick down? Did you look at in, uh, inspirations, influences, just to add little bits and pieces and elements? Aside from The Miz, there's <laughs> Ken Warren. Okay. Parang, uh, he got this heel persona. He got it. Parang, okay, the first time I saw him, kahit sa entrance niya, parang, he was strutting to this cool music uh, while he was holding his uh, iPad. iPad oh, yeah. I think. It's not even an iPad. It's a tablet. It's a tablet. Or a tablet. It's a fablet. Yeah. But, uh, okay. 
This guy is badass. Okay. Um, he's a natural heal. Wait, I have to ask. Does he yes. know this though? No, 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 no. Hey, well, hey, Ken, if you're listening, Ken, no, we, you're, gonna, you're gonna have to point it out to him because he's not gonna listen right away, for sure. He's not even gonna catch it because he goes online at like the most odd hours. <laughs> like that's the legit Ken Warren, you know, in real life. Anyway, so Ken Warren was one of your inspirations. Yes. Um, how about other characters? Were there others like? Um, and, and if there are others. What elements did you take from their character? Was it the mannerisms? Was it the way they moved? Uh, like the way that they combed their hair or something? Um, I don't think it was from a wrestling. Uh, it was from a res- wrestler, yeah. Yeah, that's, that, that's okay. Like, which character was it? Liquid Snake. So, yeah. Uh, Liquid Snake and Solid Snake are twin brothers. They basically look alike... But liquid, but, but <laughs> liquid one's sna- freaking yeah. evil. One's freaking evil, and he has a different accent. Parang, okay, Solid Snake talks like this, but um, kept you waiting, huh? Then Liquid Snake talks like this. I'm you. I'm your shadow. Yeah, you see the difference. Actually, uh, yeah, he's more flamboyant, and, <laughs> and you notice that on two. You notice that on two more than you do on three. What? Yeah. Yes. Well, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have That's no idea true. what I, I, mean, I have no idea because we're real gamers. Okay, I'm never. I never claimed to be one. <laughs> anyway, okay, so those are your inspirations, and that's what yes. you, uh, that's what you um, all took to get to the Evan Carlo character. Yes. Going into your debut, uh, what were your thoughts on how you wanted to make a statement? Like, how did you uh, how did you envision yourself? Introducing, being introduced to the Revo Nation. Hmm. Okay, so let's go back to Path of Gold, the pre-show. That was my debut. Um, Who is it against? Makata. 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 Yeah. Um, behind the curtain, before I, I, made, I made my entrance, but I'm, I was nervous. Af. Even the night before, I couldn't sleep. Uh, typical. Uh, typical, yes. yes. Yeah. Um, so, I think it was minutes before my entrance. Uh, I thought to myself, you know what? Just step out there. Parang just do your shit. Parang just calm down. Parang, okay, just let the crowd absorb you. And do your shit. <laughs> So yeah, what, what was the uh, what was the immediate reaction then? Because uh, at that point, yes. they have no idea who you are. Yes. So it's up to you to make that first impression. And so, I, I remember he had a good, <laughs> quite a good pop because a lot of his office mates then were at, in the crowd or friends in the crowd. The car, the car, the car, the room. So how do well, you turn the crowd? He, he was you? he was lucky. No, no, no. There was someone at least reacting to him when he came out. Right, so mm-hmm. you, you get that reaction from Carlo Rue. Yes. How do you use that and then turn the crowd against you to get your desired reaction? Well, when I was getting cheers during my entrance, I just started doing heel stuff during my match with Makata. Uh, and I guess it worked since after the match, they started booing me a little bit. But, uh, there were still cheers, so... Hey, <laughs> I'm a new wrestler. Hey. So after that, uh, Mainit happens, yes. and I think uh, this is... You're, you're on the pre-show again, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, against and, Bolt. Yeah, against Bolt. All right, so Bolt comes out, and everyone loves him because he's living out their weeaboo dreams, basically. 
Oh yes. Right? Like <laughs> it, it's it's okay to run like, you know, that the Naruto. Naruto yeah, like run. Naruto. The Naruto run, he makes it okay at least for, you know, the eight, ten minutes he's out there. Mm-hmm. And then you come out. So uh well, I came out first. Okay. Yeah, so so how how is that? Uh, going up against someone like Bolt na is a different character altogether compared to Makata. Mm-hmm. Okay. So when Bolt was making his entrance, when he did that Naruto run, the crowd was cheering for him. The crowd went wild. So what I did was, before he even ended his entrance routine, I kicked his ass. I stomped the shit out of him. Okay. So it was working. The crowd started booing as I stomped away at Bolt. Yay! So, okay, that happens, and then you go to Revo X. Yes. You team up with Trian De La Torre. <laughs> take on Delirium. What, uh, what was your biggest takeaway from working with someone like, like Trian? Especially uh, given the fact that at that point, he was trying to work heel, but people were really reacting positively to his character. Mm-hmm. As opposed to you, that you're really doing your best to get people to hate you. Yeah. Um, okay, so when I was teaming up with Trian, uh, I Whoops. When I was teaming up with Trian, um, actually, I didn't do anything different. Uh, I just did what I did during my init in Path of Gold. I just did heal shit. Uh, so I guess the crowd got what I was doing since they started booing when I was beating the crap out of. Which Dax, one was it? Dax. It was Dax. <laughs> I remember. It was Dax Javiera. And Dan Erickson kicked yeah, me in the Yeah, face. I remember this. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, this there. was... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Rest back, yeah. No, no. no, 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 no next. Rest back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He Rest was out by Rest I was supposed to compete oh, yeah. at Rest back, Yes, yes. No. Uh, I was hospitalized. So, okay. After Revo X, uh, at, at what point between Revo X and uh, Rest back, did you get the news na? Okay, your gallbladder is, is inflamed. We have to yeah. do surgery on you, and you'll be sidelined. At what point does that happen? It was a week before this, but exactly one week. Sinpara. Okay, because uh, uh, I think it was right after Mother's Day. Biglang, uh, oh yeah, I started experiencing abdominal pain. At first, I was I thought it was just acid reflux, uh, but turned out to be a swollen gallbladder. So. They had to remove it. So okay, all right. Um, who was your Who was your opponent supposed to be addressed by? Yeah, because you were on the card. You were on the then. card. Now, okay. Um, I mean, I, was, I mean, it's it's a hypothetical at this yeah, point. Yeah, I was supposed to go up against Crystal. Oh, oh. yeah. Oh. 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 It was supposed to be a Carlo Crystal match. Really? Okay. Well, I would have loved to see that. Okay. Yeah, I, I would have wanted I'd to like see to how see that, that would have played out. I'd like to see that down the line. Let's see. Obviously, we didn't get that. Yeah. And we, uh, it's up in the air at this point whether you get that or not uh, mm-hmm. after your return. And since then, you've been really working hard to keep people, uh, keep people aware that you exist and mm-hmm. that you're lurking and now that you're yes. waiting to make your comeback. So you've been doing that by having a social media game for one and your, Strong social media your Carlo game. show. So, tell us about that. Yeah, tell, tell us, us about, about that. that. First, the concerted effort yeah, yeah. to make sure that your social media is relevant. And then mm-hmm. second, the conscious decision to make the Carloso. Mm-hmm. Well, obviously, in this day and age, you have to be active on social media to get people noticing you. So, yeah, uh, I just did what I did as a social media guy. And it worked. People, people reacted to my posts and 
uh, about the Carlo show. Uh, it's one of those things that you never planned in the beginning. That just happened along the way. Uh, hey, this is fun to do. Let's do this again. Sobrang, it was a lot of fun. How did you end up? How did you end up getting to shoot? I must wear. Oh, let's, let's just break KV at this point. Okay. You're shooting at your office. Yes. How did that happen? <laughs> okay, so, yeah, I, obviously I work for an ad agency. Uh, so, a very rich a ad very agency. Very rich ad agency. An international <laughs> ad agency. One with lots of money. Yeah, so at this office, uh, there are less people on Friday nights. Oh. So, yeah. Ew. Which is weird. Uh, okay. Friday night, tapos walang tao. May buhay sila. May, yeah, may buhay sila. Na, okay, sige. Uh, so, I see empty conference rooms oh. and reception areas. <laughs> with TV screens. Yeah, with TV screens. So, hello, Carlo Show. Hello. And I started filming uh, episode one with TDT. So, uh, so after... Uh, the great reception for episode one. We decided to shoot episode two uh, a few weeks later. With your special oh, guest. God! Sorry, we have to bring this up at this point. Yes. Hey, Bruce. You were supposed to have. Gross. You were supposed to have the punk dolls, but you got they, the cockatoo. Yeah, gross. they no showed the Carlo show. Who edits this? Because you know uh, the first thing that I noticed when I watched it was the filters, and yes. that's something that. Your average rookie video editor probably will not know how to do. Well, I am iMovie. Well, apparently the editor isn't a rookie editor. Obviously. So who edits this and who makes it uniquely Carlo? Yeah. Well, uh, he is a rookie editor. Uh, I did episode one by oh, myself. Okay. Yeah, I, yeah. I edited yeah. everything. So, uh, come episode two, I had a little help from. Referee Matt Rojas. Hey. Oh, hey. I did not know that Matt Rojas does these things. Yeah, uh, and he had this other guy with him to act as his second cameraman. His oh. name is Mark. <gasps> oh, oh my! His name is Mark. A Mark. Oh, hi, Mark. Such a hi, Mark. Mark. So that's how you're able to pull off the two cam setup. Yes. So because who directs not... this? No, wait, is wait. it you directing from like uh, from where you see that as the host? No, no. Uh, referee Matt Rojas just holds the camera and Mark. They just hold the cameras and mark. Because um, it's obviously not me. Yeah, this this is totally not scripted. We so just, yeah, yeah. I just I just go, just go off the cuff. Yeah, yeah. So okay. So when so when talaga not scripted. Kasi nanahaw nung kahaybros ng TV nila sa office. Oh, <laughs> well. Uh, during the break, parang sinabi namin na ano gusto yung going sa parang gusto yung may gusto ba kayong going Squatter. <laughs> <laughs> yung show? Because you actually bought bygone for them. Yeah, we did. <laughs> like, like, yeah. should bought bygone. Yeah, I'm sure you can get that at like 7-Eleven. No, oh. no, no. But the thing is, they bought bygone for the customers. Yeah, yeah, but it's like 100 pesos. That's nothing. Uh, I mean, that's nothing for people who work at an ad agency. Uh, but whoa, okay. whoa, whoa, whoa! What? They pay bills too, sir. 100 pesos means everything to people in ad agencies. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so, ito ha, uh, serious question about yes. uh, episode 2. Okay. Yung kakay bros ba, nung pumasok sila, ganun na yung tsura nila? What? Before filming? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pinapasok ba sila ng mga guard na? Ganun na yung suit nila, actually. Oh, Except for Kendrick. Parang, uh, he, had, he had a different shirt on. Uh, sinuot lang niya for... 
episode to get, two. To get by Marky, Gary. on the other hand, yun talaga. Soot na niya yung red jersey na. So what you see is what you get. Talagang undershirt. Oh God. Oh God. So since you're here and you're, you seem to be close with the Kakaibros, take us a little bit through you know this whole thing because mm-hmm. aside from Trian de la Torre and yourself, the yes. Kakaibros they also have a really good social media game and they are they're, they're turning An heads. An annoying social media game. They are turning heads in the Revo Nation. So for our listeners who aren't uh, privy to the goings on inside, can you at least take yes. us through what makes the Kakaibros such a thing? Such a thing. Um, I think, uh, in part, it's thanks to their multiple admins. <laughs> oh, God, God, admin. <laughs> admin. So it's um, the commitment. Yeah. So it's admin Buknoy, admin, admin Chanel, uh, admin Amber, Amber, and Carla Maldita. <laughs> Carla Maldita. Yeah. Which is not me, by the way. Sobrang <laughs> close lang sa Carlo in Yeah, Carlo. you're just admin Carlo. <laughs> no, the, no, no, no. I'm not admin Carlo. So obviously, there's a lot of fun, you know, that goes on into your character because you're able to, even though you haven't been in the ring since Revolution mm-hmm. X, it's yeah. been a good three months. You've been able to maintain maintain yeah. some sort of activity, right? On social media, you're doing the Carlo show. You're still having a lot of fun. Would you mm-hmm. say that you're a social media sinister? Oh, well, um, going there. I wouldn't use that moniker since yeah, it's Ken Morris. You, you're, 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 you're quite sinister on social media, though. Really, really. Compa- yeah. Compared to, for us, versus the Kahai Bros, though. Yeah, they're they're vile. They're fucking they're vile. vile. They're very <laughs> cancer. Oh no, no, we're reserving cancer for a different person. Hey, yep. Oh my, no, ba? Anyway, almuralas ang Kahai Bros. All right, so so okay, uh, going back now, two episodes in, you okay. say there's more to go. Mm-hmm. Do you at least have planned direction for where this goes? No, we just go along the way. We just follow the storylines of PWR. So, once we select one storyline, at least, uh, we select our guests. We're talking about behind the scenes. Who's the next guest? Natin? So, so, TDT is officially a co-host of the Carlo Show. Yes, as of episode 2, TDT is now my anti-director. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so why isn't he co-branding the show? We'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Hindi ba siya the Carlo episode. show with TDT? He's like not even pod. a featured artist feet, at this oh, point. Oh, hindi ba siya feet eh. Feet TDT. Hmm. Nabaisip ka. Feet spelled as F-E-E-T. Yes. No. Two feet. Two feet. Two feet TDT. Two feet TDT. Alright, so... We'll see. We'll see. Okay. So a lot of that obviously up in the air. Last couple of questions and then we're gonna wrap it up because we know you're a busy guy. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. I have nothing to do Nothing any time even. I call BS. Actually, I yeah. I mean, if you can edit a whole episode. Um, can you take us through the dynamic of your character and that of Trian de la Torre? Because obviously, he's a baby face now. He's the guy who's uh, a literal underdog, especially going up against someone mm-hmm. like the Apocalypse yes. at Bakbakan. And, and you, are, you are hosting his... Um, his Lamai. Lamai. Yeah, tomorrow. <laughs> I'll, I'll be hosting his Lamai at... Most East Avenue, yeah, uh, July twenty first, yeah, nine p.m. Yes, well, tomorrow. Today, by the time this, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Let's assume that it's oh, coming yeah. on Friday. Yeah. Mamaya, yeah. mamaya, yeah. mamaya. If you're listening to this before nine p.m., yeah. Yes. So yeah, take us through that dynamic at least in the ring and and uh, within kayfabe. Because hey, you know, you're a heel. Yes. He's a baby face. 
How does that work? Because you don't normally see these types of relationships in mm-hmm. wrestling. Yeah, well, okay. Uh, we first teamed up during Rebel X, right? Um, and then we didn't break up after that match. We actually kicked Camus in the face. <laughs> I did. You she did. Stomped he stomped on his stomped on my foot. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I don't think it would make any sense that we would stop our alignment just because he's now babyface and I'm heel. Uh, okay, where did the breakup come from? You didn't even After Revo X, you, you guys were fine. So, we went along with it. So, in a way, yeah. it kind of makes sense, right? Because in yes. real life, there are people who are friends even though one of them is Kupal and the other yes, is like the exactly. nicest guy in the world. Exactly. So that's basically what you're playing off of. Yes. That type of dynamic. Alright. You are, again, it's been three months since you've been in the ring and you're now preparing for your return. Can you give our listeners a little bit of a tease with what you've got planned in terms of your character or what you're going to do next? Revelation. <laughs> He's using the voice now. I am? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you better watch out for my return. I'll be stronger, faster, smarter, louder, lower. Hey! Yeah, that's pretty much what Evan Carlo would say. The kayfabe Evan Carlo. Not the real life one. So, hey. <laughs> so at uh, at at Bakbakan Sabayanihan this Sunday, we can yes. expect you roaming around ringside yes, once again. Yes, I'll be roaming around ringside, uh, covering social media, Facebook in particular. As Evan Carlo. Yes, as with, Evan with Carlo. the PWR uh, credentials. Yes, uh, Evan Carlo PWR. While Instagram and Twitter will be handled by my man Brian Lums, Brian Lumanog. Brazil. He doesn't get a lot of love, so he deserves a, a shout out. Or He's two. our legit social media guy. Uh, uh. You the man. <laughs> yeah, if you notice all of the highlights from PWR shows, at least the last two years plus, mm. Brian Lomanog has been one of the guys behind capturing these moments and making sure that they're preserved for people who've missed the shows in some way, shape, or form. Or for On people who were there and they want to show it to their friends. The moments have been captured spectacularly yes. by Brian Lumanog. And I hope that Evan Carlo is able to add to these uh, come this Sunday. Anything uh, else that, sure you, uh, that you want to share with us before, uh, before we let you go? Like um, something to watch out for? Um, possible merch? <laughs> or that. <laughs> Links to fanfic. Okay, uh, once do, you the... have a shirt? do you have a shirt coming out? Yes, I have a shirt coming out, uh, which I, I won't be selling this Sunday, but I, I think I'll be wearing one. All right. So watch out for it. Thank you very much, Evan Carlo. It's been a blast, and we can't wait to get you back in the ring. Yeah, I'll be back really, really soon. Thanks once again to Evan Carlo for letting us into his life and you know just letting us pick his brain on a lot of stuff that's gone on since he entered PWR. Now we got to give you our picks of the week. So let me start off with the match I enjoyed the most this week. It's from this week's episode of NXT featuring Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch. It was hard hitting. It was very stiff. Uh, Danny Birch pretty much suffered the same fate today Otami did minus the uh, broken nose bit and you know uh, having to pause the match and then restart it. They ended up finishing the match and Oni won. And after that... Danny Birch challenged Oni again to a rematch. So now I'm excited for that one just based on how, how much fun I had with round one. So I hope that they get... I hope that this, this becomes a mini-series and we get a round three at a takeover. That would be fun to see because um, Oni, before he was Oni Lorcan, was actually pretty fun to watch. He had a few rounds in PWG and is 
very very talented. Na parang if you aren't on the Oni Larkin Hyde train yet, please get on it. It's pretty good. He's like an angrier version of WWE Daniel Bryan. Yeah, that's how oh, he comes across. He was already, but Brian was already angry. Yeah, you know, an angrier version <laughs> of that. Because yeah. ROH Brian from the few matches I've seen was super angry, mm. right? Like, like there were there were instances that he was super angry. Yeah, and, but in the WWE, he never really got to that level of rage. Ah, he, he did. No, he did not. No, right. No, he didn't. Only exceeds that level of rage that Brian peaked at the WWE. That's what I'm trying to say. Yung fire, man. Yes. So yes. You, you can see that. You can see that rage and that fire. So that's why I've become attached to him. All right, my pick of the week. Uh, it's easy for me to say that it should be Ishii versus Anna, um, Ishii versus Goto. Goto from which is which is one. oh my god super super great so good. Uh, well, uh, it's strong style, but uh, it's not strong style like Shibata does it. Like it's oh wow. Yeah, no, I have to it's say true, it. it's true. As it's a true. Shibata fan, uh, Ishii does strong style with purpose. Yeah, say it's, it's not Shibata, reckless abandon. Shibata just wants to kick your ass and then look. Look strong and look know, cool doing it. Look cool taking all your shit. Anyway, but, yeah, watch that. But anyway, my real pick of the week is this week's because I have to rep uh, the underdogs. Real pick of the week is two out of three falls. Drew Gulak versus Mustafa Ali. There's an entire story told in that match. And uh, even if you don't, fo- even if you haven't followed their their whole their two hundred five live their entire rivalry, the no fly been, zone. It's been a while. it's been going on repetitively for a few months, but. You don't need to see all of that to understand how good this is and where uh, each man is coming from. So does the story end after this? Yes, the story does end. It's finally, it's, it's finally a culmination. But please do watch it. Uh, it's really good. Uh, Mustafa Ali comes out looking uh, even more well-rounded. Because uh, you would think that it's just you know it's just high flying versus ground game, but uh, it's not. he actually comes out of there uh, absorbing then what what Drew Gulak has to teach him. And it's like, uh, in a way, Gulak should be proud, but in the end, the high flying does win out because it's uh, in it's a cruiserweight show. It's, no, it's a cruiserweight show, and they tell the story effectively. Now, high flying does actually get the job done even better. It's it's, it's high risk, high offense. So you get high the happy ending. Yeah. All right, all right. My pick is actually a G one, the G one pick from. Day one, Hiroshi Tanahashi versus Zack Sabre Jr. My god, ZSJ has gotten smoother. Yeah, no, 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 I agree. Uh, ZSJ before oh, this god. was a spot monkey in ch- uh, with this chain wrestling. But now. Oh, and everything now but has no. a um, I wish this was. I kind of wish this was the ZSJ that we saw in on the, the Cruiserweight Classic. Classic. Yeah, can you compare? Like, um, yes, 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 you yeah, can. Yes, yes, you it's can. stark. No, it no, no. Stark. I want you to compare right here, right now. Like, how different. Is CWC ZSJ and oh, Suzuki Gun okay. ZSJ? Uh, as I was, as I, like I was saying, uh, CWC ZSJ, especially in the first round uh, matches, uh, he would just do the cha- the fancy chain stuff just to an, the escapology, just to look cool and smooth. At this point, uh, Suzuki Gun ZSJ wants to hurt you for real this time, and, and it looks so. He wants good. to hurt you from the get go. I say ZSJ before would toy would, with you, would toy with you at the beginning, and then hurt you after. But now he would just kick your ass. Okay. As in, as in Minoru Suzuki's influence on his no. game is stark. I still don't like the way he strikes, but this it's one, fine. No, it's Why? not. Watch it. Watch how he kicks. Jesus Christ! Look the at kicks. Me. Oh, okay. What, what about the people who hate on ZSJ for him not looking believable? Does he actually overcome that? Now? Yes, yes, yes. Because, yes. Uh, you can see 
Uh, for one thing, when you see ZSJ uh, wrestle, you can see that you don't have to be big just to torture someone. And this is it's okay. like Gulak. Okay, but you do have to remember that in this match against fucking Tanahashi, Tanahashi X Ace, with an injury, torn bicep, with an with an injury of a torn bicep, and making that story work with his technical wrestling. And just straight up, I'm a fuck you up type style. What about it the works. face? Because ZSJ looks like a good little British boy. I mean, he's I mean, not. He's, yeah, he's well, not, that's long dick. gone. That's long gone. All right. That's long gone. So if you haven't seen Zack Sabre Jr. since the Cruiserweight Classic, give G1 Climax a shot. He looks like one of the guys who could be middle of the pack, dark horse type. By the when all is oh, said and done, he's not going to win. Of course, he's not going to win. But middle of the pack, he's got Ibushi. By the time you're hearing this, he should have faced him. And God, I hope he wins. Because fuck Kota Ibushi. The, the alternate history CWC finals. I yeah, want to like, see that. I want to see that match just for the sake of it. But like at the, the same Earth time... Earth 5 CWC finals would have been <laughs> Kota Ibushi versus Zack Sabre Jr. But uh, it th- could be good. The G1 Climax will be running for the next two month? or three weeks. Or next month, yeah. The next month. Lots of shows, lots of matches every day for the, for, for that time frame. And there and, are already so many good ones out there. Yeah, and if you're like Camus or like Ro who've got a full schedule and are just trying to catch... Several matches. We actually give you a nice little strategy on the Smart Henry website. Strategy guide. Yes. So there's a strategy guide behind watching the G1 Climax. If you have a job and if you're a functioning member of human society, prepared by uh, Darley. So he actually goes into detail with how you should go about your business while following the G1 Climax. So do check that out over on SmartKenry.ph. As for us, we got to bounce and we got to do everything we have to do to prepare for this Sunday, PWR Live Bakbakan sa Bayanihan. That's on Sunday, July 23 at 2 p.m. at the Unilab Bayanihan Center for the final time. And before that, we have the Advanced Lamai. Yes, the Advanced Lamai, which will be taking place by tonight. Do check that out. It's uh, Bukake times three. Right? X3. 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 Bukake X3. Trians last and a... Trians last ride. Right, right. Right. Over at Moe's, it'll be hosted by Evan Carlu. And I believe JDL will also play a part in the in the. Uh, <laughs> I heard the Kaka A Bros are trying shower. to make something happen for this one. We buy it, but though. Meron, meron. What do you do? is one fifty. With free drink. All right, thank you very much, Evan Kalu. So we'll see you then Friday, and then Sunday we'll have fun all together as we bid adieu. Adieu. To the uh, Unilab <laughs> Bayanian Center. Ava. Ava. Right. And uh, by August, in case you still haven't seen it, in case you've been hiding under a rock, or in case Sweet you missed Jesus. the first part of the podcast, August 25 to 27, SMX, SMX Convention Center. We're back for APCC. Three days. Pop Comic Con. All hey. three days. And this I, time, this time, it won't just be house show matches. Uh-huh. So to the kid... Over at Eastwood, who was like, "It's a house show." <laughs> Calm your tits. We got something better for APCC. Three mm. straight days. It's gonna baby. be legit. Hey, you know if PWG can do bola in three days, imagine what PWR can do three days at the Comic Con. Sure, absolutely. Right. So make sure you save up for your three day pass. I think that's eight hundred pesos. Wait, what did that? What did And the one day pass. I'm I'm basing this off of last year's prize, uh, prices. It's the like one day pass. No, it's five hundred. Oh. One day pass. Yeah, one day pass. 800 muna. But who's the headliner of APCC this year? Uh, oh, we know this. Yeah, we know this. No, that's Come why, on. That's why I'm just... 
What? Oh, the fucking stop alley ooping. Jesus Christ. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. It doesn't matter because like, if the Kakei Bros can't uh, afford it anyway, whatever. I don't care. You need to TV. Yeah, well, for the record, I think the Kakei Bros can afford to go to APCC this year. So, How? I think they're going to get rid of the air con. Alright, before this podcast gets infested with anything Kakei Bro, gotta say thanks again to Evan Kalu. On behalf of Rue Moran and Rav Kamas, my name is Stancy. <laughs> Gotta get out of here. Camus. Yeah, sit down. Be humble. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.